Good day and hello, young man. How are you? And is your father well? Or to the fishwoman, Hello, Miss Tiller. That's a lovely coat. Same as last year, Trond, but your mother sewed me a new pattern down the front. And so it would go, and so it went all over Alicent. Alicenders are friendly people. In fact, some days Trond talked to so many people that by the time he made it back to his own street, Miss Falk, his teacher who lived nearby, had already beaten him down the hill. Hello, Miss Falk, he called with a wave. Hello again, Trond, she replied. Will you give this wool cap to your sister for me? She left it behind. And so Trond always looked forward to his school and to his walk there and home each day. When he finally arrived home, Trond kissed his mother and sister, helped with the cleaning or brought in some firewood, and then watched the fjord for his father's boat. When he saw the boat sailing slowly up the water, Tron ran as fast as he could down King Wilhelmsgata, the main street that led to Allison's small harbor. There his grandfather still worked part-time, counting the daily catch. Grandfather Halverson had fished for many, many years, and the fishermen were glad to have his help. Grandfather had a great eye for the weight of the fish. "'Ah, here he comes,' Grandfather would say as Tron ran up. Careful you don't run right into the water. Then your father would have to fish you out of the fjord. And everyone laughed as Trond smiled with delight, helped catch the boat's lines, and tie them to the dock. Then, when the fish were offloaded and counted, father, son, and grandfather walked home together in the early darkness of the winter's evening. After school, Trond sometimes hurried up and down the chilly streets looking for odd jobs. If someone needed help, they liked to see Tron coming because he worked so hard, and also because he enjoyed talking with whomever he was working for. When he was through with his work, Tron was paid in warm bread, a cookie, or fresh fish, which he loved, or even a few krona he could spend later. A few krona for you, Tron, but there are few to be had, people would say. Winter in Alicent is not as harsh as most of Norway, or as cold as you might expect. Still, winter for Alison and her citizens is long and cold and dark. But spring is another story. In summer, something else entirely. During summer, when it was sunny and warm, Tron loved to walk around the city center, where the fishing fleet harbored, and where the gray stone buildings were built right to the edge of the shimmering water. Sometimes he wandered all the way to the west of the island, where he played in the tidal pools next to the open water of the fjord. When she could, Tron's mother joined him in the meadows, where purple heather and colorful wildflowers grew. Then, after she had gathered flowers and arranged them, Tron drew and colored a picture of the arrangement. During the winter, this helped remind Tron and his family that the warmth of spring and summer was not so far away, even when it still was. During summer, Tron also climbed the 418 steps that led to the Felstua viewpoint, high above Alicent. From there, Tron could see his home, his church, his school, the museum that had stuffed polar bears, and the water of the fjords on all three sides. He loved the spring and summer colors he could see from the Felstua viewpoint, which were more clear and pronounced at a distance. Even the plain gray of Allison's buildings were striking in contrast to the dark blue waters of the fjords the white of the clouds, the deep green of the trees, and the bright colors of the flowers that grew everywhere he looked. From Felstua, Tron could actually identify most buildings and homes by who lived or worked there. Really, no one knew Allison better than Trond. 
No matter if it was summer or winter, Trond went for walks with his grandfather as often as possible. Grandfather showed him things he had not noticed before and taught Trond Allison's history, including the sad fact of the many fires. We Allisonders had many, many fires, Grandfather said. We rebuilt after each fire, which we are proud of. But those fires ruined the city financially. The worst was on a stormy night in 1904, when over 10,000 people lost their homes. Over 850 homes burned. Only 230 homes, including ours, were left. That's terrible, Trond cried. Yes, Grandfather agreed. Finally, our king, Oscar II, decided no more wooden houses in town. So when they rebuilt Alicent, after the last and biggest fire, they replaced with stone and concrete all the buildings that had burned. Wasn't that expensive, Grandfather? Trond asked. Very.